You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. What a blessing. All right, here we are three weeks in uh, on this series here, The Interrogatives of Stewardship. And we have looked at several things from this passage. We've been asking questions. We looked at the first week, the who of stewardship, and then that Sunday night, the what of stewardship. Then we looked last week, last Sunday morning, at the when of stewardship. Uh, we looked last Sunday night at the where of stewardship. And this morning, we are going to look at the why of stewardship. Uh, the why of stewardship. And that song right there uh, is just tied right in perfectly. Uh, the why of stewardship. You know, stewardship, good stewardship, is something that brings fulfillment. It brings fulfillment in our lives. All that God has done for us, all the blessings, uh, how good God has been. Uh, when we are a good steward, there is a fulfillment that's there because we are living, we are fulfilling the reason why God has put us down here uh, on this earth. Uh, we see full, we'll have fulfillment in our purpose because when we are a good steward, our purpose is aligning with his purpose. Uh, when we are a good steward, we will have fulfillment in our priorities because our priorities will also be in alignment with God's priorities. Uh, but not just our purpose and our priorities, uh, also in our proficiency, in what we produce and what we accomplish. Uh, when we are doing what God wants us to do, there is a fulfillment because we are going to be doing something that is in alignment with what God would want us to do. And you know what? When your life matters, there's fulfillment. There are a lot of people that go through life and they do not have that sense of fulfillment. They seek the fulfillment in maybe climbing a corporate ladder, but they don't find fulfillment. They seek fulfillment in maybe entertainment, maybe in just the pleasures of life, and though those are enjoyable, there is still an emptiness when you lay your head on your pillow at night. But when you are a good steward, you lay your head on the pillow, not because you are perfect, but because you are endeavoring to be what God wanted you to be. And there's a fulfillment that comes there. And that is a blessing. You know, we teach about stewardship, not just so the needs of the church will get met, we teach on stewardship because we want your life to be blessed. Because it's part of God's plan. And when we are looking at this area of stewardship through the lens of, of God's word, through the lens of God's plan, what we will find is that uh, it will help guide us to be what we ought to be. So uh, if uh, we are... if. Though life gets complicated, uh, when we break it down, uh, we can see clearly the decisions that we need to make and what brings those fulfillments and being that good steward. So this morning, uh, the, t the key verse or text verse is going to be verse number 11, 1 Peter 4, 11. Uh, the Bible says, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability of 
which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So this morning, as we look at the why of stewardship, uh, we are going to uh, look at this. uh, Why do we need to be a good steward? Now, we've already established uh, in stewardship that, uh, that all believers are stewards, are to be a steward. That's already, that's already established. That is something, if you believe God's word, uh, you have to embrace the, the, the fact that you are expected by God to be a steward uh, and to be a good steward, a good steward of our life, a good steward of our body, a good steward of our family, a good steward of our talents, a good steward of our time and a good steward of our treasure. Now, this expectation is set, and the owner of everything one day will return. He's going to come back. And here, when he comes back, at that, uh, at that return, there will be an accounting. And it's going to be a glorious day. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I remember when I was, we were younger, uh, I remember thinking, Lord, I want you to come back, but I want to get married first. And then, then I got married and said, Lord, just come back. No, uh, no. Then it was, uh, Lord, you know, I, 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 I want you to come back, but uh, we want to have children. And, and then we had children. And then it was, Lord, I want, you to, I want you to come back, but I want to graduate college and I want to get into the ministry. And, and, and you know, uh, as years go on and uh, maybe there were things that, that you wanted to do. And I know there are things that I wanted to do. Uh, you know, now it's just, Lord, Lord, just come back. I'm ready for him to come back. Uh, but the, here, when we see that, First uh, Peter 4, 7, he says, But the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. So since the end of all things is, uh, is at hand, and though we don't know the day, we don't know the hour, uh, when he's going to return, we know it is at hand. Uh, so why should I be a good steward? And why should I be a good steward for God? So we're going to look at several things this morning about the why of stewardship. Number one, uh, the why of stewardship is, number one, everything belongs to the Lord. Everything belongs to the Lord. And, and so that, uh, that's the first thing, Psalm 24.1, and we have been in that passage uh, on our Wednesday night. Uh, but uh, Psalm 24.1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So uh, here, when we look at it, uh, number one, everything belongs to the Lord. So everything belongs to him. And so since everything belongs to him, someone outlined uh, Psalm 24 this way. They said uh, in verse one and two is the fullness and foundation. Verse number three to six is is cleanness and and the consecration. Verse number 7 through 10 is dealing with worship and wonder. And what do we find? We just find that uh, everything belongs to God. And because everything belongs to Him, I need to be a good steward of it. It is, it belongs 
to the Lord. I want to take care of it. Uh, just like if I borrowed something from somebody, I would want to take care of it. I would want to make sure that I treated it well because I was going to be giving it back to them. It belongs to them. And the same thing with everything that we possess, we are just stewards of it. It doesn't belong to us. It belongs to God. Now, uh, most uh, scholars believe that Psalm 24 was written uh, and the background of that passage was when David was bringing the ark back to Jerusalem. Uh, you know the story, how it had been taken by the Philistines, uh, and then we know how uh, Obed-Edom had, uh, and, and Uzzah had reached forth and touched the, uh, the ark, and then the ark was left, uh, and it didn't come into Jerusalem for a period of time, and then later, uh, God had blessed the house of Obed-Edom, and so then uh, the ark ended up being retrieved and brought into uh, Jerusalem. And it was based on this time frame that we see that, that Psalm 24 uh, was written. And, and that, that idea was that God's presence uh, was, was believed to dwell right between the arcs, uh, on the Ark of the Covenant there and between the cherubim. His presence was there. And so the presence of God, uh, God's, God's uh, power was there. And then also just dealing with the preeminence of God and how, how wonderful God is, and you want Him to have first place in our lives. And so uh, that is uh, sort of the backdrop there for Psalm 24. But everything, why should I be a good steward? Uh, because everything belongs to God. Secondly, why should I be a good steward? Everything breathing is to, pra is to praise the Lord. Everything breathing or everyone breathing is to praise the Lord. So go to Psalm 150, if you would. Psalm 150 and verse number 6. Psalm 150 and verse 6, the Bible says, Let everything that hath breath uh, praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Uh, that song this morning, I just uh, I was up here just rejoicing. Uh, praise the Lord uh, for everything that he has done. But everything uh, breathing is to praise the Lord. Uh, everyone that has breath uh, is to praise the Lord. Psalms, uh, 150 chapters. Uh, here you have uh, in that book, it's the psalm uh, book, the song book, if you would, uh, of the Word of God. And, and in the, that 150th chapter, there are six times that we find the word praise. Just in, uh, in that, that one, uh, uh, in verse 6, I'm sorry, 13 times we find the word praise in that chapter. And, and uh, we are to praise God. We are to praise God. We see first in our music, you, you look through that passage, uh, we are to praise Him uh, in His sanctuary and the firmament, uh, the power of God in his, the music there. We're to praise Him for His mighty acts. We're, we're to praise Him for for his excellent greatness. Uh, we're to praise him with the trumpet. Uh, we're to praise him with the psalm, uh, the psaltery and the harp, the timbrel and the dance, with the instruments, with the organs, with the loud cymbals, with the high cymbals. Uh, what's, what's supposed to be happening? We're supposed to be praising the Lord, worshiping him. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Now, isn't it amazing how God ties instruments to breath and praising. 
You know, the, the pianists were playing here just a moment ago, and though they were, they were hitting strings, and, uh, and those strings were, were reverberating, uh, those instruments, uh, the, the voice of those instruments were praising the Lord. You know, we, we are to be praising God, uh, and, and what a blessing uh, that we get to, to enjoy uh, these blessings. But we're to praise Him in His sanctuary. Uh, we're to praise Him uh, in the firmament. We're to praise Him uh, with everything. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Uh, so we find that phrase, uh, praise the Lord, 22 times uh, in the Word of God. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You know what? It ought to be normal for us to just say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I mean, think about how often you communicate something or somebody shares something good. What is our response? You know, you know what our response ought to be? Praise the Lord. Uh, God, God is good, uh, and because of his blessings and because he is so good, uh, when we hear something good or we see something good, we should just be praising him. Everything that has breath is to praise the Lord. It's not just those that get up and sing. It's not just those that have the instruments. It's not just those that stand up and preach. Uh, everything that has breath is to praise the Lord. That, why, why am I to be a good steward? Uh, because I am am to praise the Lord. And how can I praise the Lord if I am not being a good steward? It doesn't go together. You know, somebody who does not go to church, they may be saved, but they don't go to church, and, uh, and, and they might be on their way to heaven. Uh, you know what? You're not going to find, usually, you're not going to find somebody that's praising the Lord. Because their stewardship is not lined up. And, you know, in our life, we should be praising him. The word praise there is the word to eulogize. You go to a, you go to a funeral, and they'll have a eulogy. What are they going to do? They're going to get somebody who's going to come up, and they're going to speak good words about the person that has passed. You know what? You and I, we should be speaking good words about the Lord. We should be praising him. Uh, the word eulogize, it's the word to admire. So we are to praise him uh, for his mighty acts. Uh, we are to praise him uh, with music. Uh, here in Psalm 150, it's uh, verse number one, one and two, praise him for his mighty acts. Uh, verse three to five, praise him with music. Uh, verse number six, we find that praise is mandatory. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. You see, we are to bring glory to God. And stewardship of our life is how we do that. We have the ability to praise the Lord. You know, we only have a short period. Yesterday, we had our men's breakfast down at the peach tree, and I was sitting next to Brother Perry, and, uh, and as we were talking, uh, somebody, I don't recall who it was, they brought up the three score and 10. 
uh, and, uh, and as they were talking about the three score and 10, uh, that they were so thankful that there was three score and 10. They had a few years to look forward to. And Brother Perry is sitting there. He's 73. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, they're, they're looking at it like, man, we've got some time to spare. We're doing okay. And Brother Perry's sitting there and he's like, I'm on borrowed time. Uh, and, you know, every, every day that we have, we ought to be praising the Lord. Every opportunity that we have, we ought to praise the Lord. Why? Because God has given us life. And as a steward of what God has entrusted me with, it will lead me to praise him. It'll just lead me to praise him. How could I not praise God for all that he has done in my life? All the blessings that I have received. Uh, if I only got salvation, I have, I have something to praise the Lord about. But, but it's so much more than just salvation. Uh, it, is, it is not just a saved soul. It is a salvaged life uh, that God has given to us. Uh, there is so many blessings that he has given to us. He has given us relationship. He has given us family. He has given us friends. Uh, he has supplies resources resources, finances for us to live. He has given us talents that we can use. Uh, we, we have something to praise God about. And because everything belongs to the Lord, I need to be a good steward. Because uh, everything breathing should praise the Lord, I need to be a good steward. So I can praise him for all that he has done. You know, we praise the Lord uh, for, uh, our, we, we are to bring glory to God. Our praise, our purposes, our priorities, our possessions, everything should bring glory to God. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. And here, uh, we ought to be a uh, individual who is a good steward. And that stewardship, good stewardship will just lead us uh, to be uh, somebody who praises the Lord. Sometimes people will say, I'm just, I just don't have it in me. I just, I'm just so reserved. I can't really just praise the Lord. Uh, you know, uh, just, just raising your hands up uh, in a song, uh, saying amen, saying praise the Lord. Uh, what, a, what a blessing that that is. But sometimes people say, well, I'm, I'm just not emotional. Try not to be emotional the next time you watch a football game. Just sit there, try not to smile, if you're a football fan. Mrs. Brown could sit there and not watch, she could watch football and not smile, not enjoy any of it. Uh, but, but, but if you're a football fan, you just sit there and watch a game and don't smile don't have any exclamation on a good play. See how far you get into that game and see how much you enjoy it. You won't enjoy it. Because the natural response to something that you enjoy is to be engaged with it. Let me tell you something. As Christians, we need to get vocal in praising our God. Uh, we need to get to a place where we are just praising him for how good he is. And, and my stewardship, it's just a way to praise the Lord. My living, my life, everything about my life should be to praise the Lord. Years ago, one of my pastors 
Uh, he, his, one of his goals was to get a, an offering plate. He wanted to get an offering plate made that was big enough for people to climb into. And then he could put it down at the altar where people could climb in and just give themselves to God. Sort of tying in with Brother Rick's testimony this morning. But you know what? You and I, uh, we are just a steward of everything that God has given to us. And in our stewardship, it will just lead us to praise the Lord. It will just lead us to have an attitude of praise. Uh, when we think about uh, praising God and the responses of praise, uh, take your Bibles, go to Luke 19 and verse number 37. Here we have the triumphal entry of, of the Lord into Jerusalem uh, before uh, the crucifixion. And here he is, he's coming in uh, to Jerusalem. And let's see what happens here. Look at verse number uh, 37. We know he's coming in uh, on a donkey there. The Bible says, And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in, in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. You know what he was saying? If these people did not use their voice to praise me, he said the stones would start to praise me. They would start to cry out. You know what? I would hate to be outpraised by a rock. I would hate that a stone would be caused to cry out in praise to God, uh, the creator of the world, the savior of the world, because I was unwilling to open my mouth in praise. And as a believer, everything that has breath is to praise the Lord. Uh, you and I, as stewards, we ought to praise the Lord. The, the Lord is worthy of praise. If man would not praise him, the stones would cry out. If uh, man man could not praise him, the stones could would cry out. If man uh, should not praise him, the creation would shout out in praise and glory to God uh, because God is worthy. So everything belongs to the Lord. Everything breathing should praise the Lord. And everything belonging, every belonging should praise the Lord. You know, not just do I belong to him, everything, every belonging that I have should praise the Lord. Every belonging that I have. Would I, do I have things in my life that would bring disgrace or dishonor? I need to get rid of those. And the things that I do possess, are they used for his honor and for his glory. Every belonging. What are the belongings? Well, the, the servants. You and I, we are to be servants 
of the Savior. And that it should praise the Lord. Uh, it should cause us uh, to be a good steward. Every belonging uh, should reflect stewardship. Uh, uh, the sanctified uh, the sanctified actions, the uh, sanctified temple that we are to be, it should bring glory to God. It should be a, a good uh, uh, part of stewardship. Uh, our several ability, uh, our ability should praise the Lord, the, the talents that we have. Matthew chapter 25. In Matthew chapter 25, we have the uh, parable here uh, of, the, of the servants and these, these, uh, uh, the good and faithful servants, and we see some that are not. Matthew 25, 14, and the Bible says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country, who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest up to me, unto me five talents. Behold, I have gain beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. What a wonderful commendation uh, that you have here. Uh, thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents, and behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. And his Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Uh, what do we find here? We see the well done for the good and the faithful. There was, there was no competition from the one that had two talents talents and the one that had five talents, they were both just supposed to take what God had given them and use them for his purposes. And here they were recognized. We see the recognition, uh, good. Uh, we see the recognition, faithful servant. But not only do we see a recognition, we also see a reward. God rewards those who are good stewards. God, God is a good master. He rewards those that are good stewards. Uh, he said, you will be ruler over many. Uh, he said, you're not just going to have uh, the, the reward. That reward is going to be, you'll be a ruler over many, and you will also have that rest. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. And, you know, that is, that is the blessings that we see here uh, for the good and the faithful servant. Uh, look at verse 24 to 27. It says, Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that is thine. 
And his Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers, and then at my coming I should have received mine own with usury or interest. There was an expected return on that investment. It was expected to bring a return to to the master. So he did not use that which he was given for the master. He went and he buried it. The master could have made that investment profitable, but he did not allow that to be the case. Uh, The sowing, the reaping, the plentiful, the bountiful, those were not uh, uh, things that this servant, and God called him a wicked and slothful slothful servant, a wicked and slothful servant, not a good and faithful, a wicked and slothful. Now, you stop and think, this guy didn't lose his talent. How many take what God has given them and totally lose everything? If the one that just retained what they were given was wicked and slothful, How much more when we blow it? How much more when we have nothing to give back to God, not even what he supplied to us? It's all wasted and gone. You see, uh, God is worthy. The why of stewardship. Why should I be a good steward? Because God is worthy of praise. He's worthy. And we think about all that he has done for us. We think about uh, what he has done in our own lives. And he is deserving uh, of the honor and the glory and the praise that's due his name. Uh, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ. You see, why stewardship? For the glory of God. The glory of God. Our stewardship, our being good stewards of the manifold grace of God in our life is so God ultimately will be glorified. Just stop and think. Just the the blessings that, that we have been given. Think about it, parents. When, when your children do something good, think about how that makes you feel. You know, that, that is, that's how we should live as stewards. Why? Because it brings glory to God. It makes, it makes God happy. It brings joy to the Lord. And let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Songwriter wrote, In the harvest field now ripen, there is work for all to do. Hark, the master's voice is calling to the harvest, calling you. Does the place you're called to labor seem so small and little known? It is great if God is in it, for he'll not forsake his own. Little is much when God is in it. Labor not for wealth or fame. There's a crown and you can win it if you go in Jesus' name. You know what? There is so much that God has given to us. If we are a good steward, what we're going to find is that God will be glorified 
and we will get to enjoy the blessings. Good stewardship is not losing anything. Good stewardship is a win-win. And when we are a good steward of the life that God has given to us, we're the one that's blessed. We get a chance to be a help and a blessing to others. And what happens? We in turn are blessed. And God, when, we, when he allows us, he has entrusted us with a life. He has entrusted us with, with opportunities. He's given us the talents. He's given us treasure. He's given us possessions. He wants us to be a good steward. And in doing so, he gets praise and we get blessed. It's a win-win. Why? stewardship, that God in all things might be glorified. Father, I pray that you'd help us this morning uh, just to recognize how good you are and, and just that you, your glory should cause us want to want to be a good steward, just to be thankful and to show our gratitude for all that you have done for us. Uh, Lord, help us to be the stewards you'd want us to be. And Lord, the, the blessings that we get to see, Lord, it, it is just amazing, uh, your graciousness, the manifold grace of God that works in the, the lives of your children. I pray that you'd help us to be faithful. And Lord, I don't know what you have done in each person's heart this morning, but I do pray that you would be honored and glorified. I pray that you would help us to sense uh, our need to glorify you. And may our stewardship bring that glory. And so bless now in this time of invitation, for Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Let's just have a small time of invitation. Let's stand together. The altar's open, or you can make an altar of your seat wherever you're at. But as the Lord speaks to our hearts, let's be that, that steward that God would want us to be, that he would be glorified. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc 4 Me. Org. That's BBC, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.